Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. <laughs> Sound good this morning, Jimmy. Are you feeling hey, fi- feeling a bit better? Physi- physically, I'm feeling better. Mentally, I'm losing my mind. Oh man, I have never been so long in this place ever. Without well, it's even a good going thing. outside. It's clean and you know, and it's cozy. That is one nice things thing. Things are is organized. Like I mean, cleanliness. is, yeah. is big. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Have you done a lot of cleaning since you've been inside for two weeks? <laughs> no, it actually looks worse. <laughs> you don't say. Um, I got a quick little story about uh, my alcoholism for you guys. My wife took the opportunity to address it last night. So we have um, we had that beer butt chicken. Yeah, so delicious. You, ta- you take the chicken and then you put a bunch of you take a beer, right? Yeah. And then you pour half of the beer out, and then you pour a bunch of spices and everything in yeah. the can, and then you put it in the barbecue and cook it for whatever, an hour or whatever. Anyway, um, she uh, she said, I know you probably weren't planning on drinking, but you can have this other half of the beer I don't need from the beer putt chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Just oozing sarcasm. And I went, how'd you know? <laughs> Topic of the day. 780-989-0957. What are you doing to cope right now with winter? Winter's been a little bit harsh. Well, these last couple days, like yesterday and today. Last month. Nice break. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, it's been, I mean, we've been sort of getting fisted here. Uh, With COVID as well, I mean, there's still that. And then we're also dealing with this constant sort of change in the regulations what you can and can't do and a lot of it's out of our hands is there anything you're doing specifically um that um that that might be helping you get through right now mm-hmm. 7809890957 keep in mind that's also our phone number so you can call us not just text us so we got snowshoes and um because we we had a, a trip to Jasper coming up here. Okay. And I, I said to the wife, because I saw them in Costco and I called her and I, I'm like, we should get these. You want some snowshoes? Go to we, Jasper? We always rent them. Oh, do you? Like if we're out there, we'll rent them, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't we have these? And then, so the other night we were out testing them to make sure that we know how to use them. They're pretty yeah. slick. The ones at Costco, um, you just sort of slip your boot in and strap the back. They and work pretty good. There's this thing you pull to tighten up over your boots. And Are these going to sit next to the kayak in your garage? I don't have a kayak, but <laughs> I want a kayak. 
<laughs> but I was thinking that this is a good, like, I'm trying to make the best of, of what we're dealing yeah. with right now, right? I'm trying to get out with and, the dog. And- yeah, and, and um, I don't know, a little bit of physical activity. Mm-hmm. Do what you can do. I mean, we've skated. We went skating last weekend. Did you? Didn't last long because it was minus yeah, stupid it's out. It's not but, fun. But um, when it's too cold like that. But yeah, there's this oval track in St. Albert. So we went down and did a couple of laps. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's that's helping me cope. Yeah. Yeah. I could say I could see that. All right. Anything? We, we go out and do a lot of like thrifting. Yeah. That's to get You're out. big of, into that. To get out of the house, we'll go hit up some thrift stores and just look through stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. I th- I'd say that's probably what we're doing the most to cope. Yeah. I don't Jimmy? know if I want to ask. <laughs> How's your wrist, buddy? I'm even... It, no. No. Um, <laughs> I've, uh, I can't even do that. What? Right now. You're I, not. You're not whacking off right now? Not right now. I'm doing a radio show. Okay, um, but I didn't mean, mean right I, I'm, now. I've, I've cut. I've cut down to once a day. What? If that, I'm, I miss two days. Really? So that you're the, sicker than you're telling and, us, aren't I, you? I, I, and even, even, and I can't even drink. Like is. I tried drinking. I c- tried drinking last night, and I couldn't even do two beers. I just it's. Yeah, you're really sick. Well, I mean, Chris has COVID. He had 24 last night. <laughs> It's not that I'm sick. It's just I'm just not feeling into it. I'm worried about you. Yeah, me too. Room topic of the day. What are you doing right now to cope with what we're dealing with? Winter, COVID, new restrictions, possibly seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Redbeard says he's passing these times with the help of push-ups and his new YouTube channel, Redbeard's World. That's right. So Red he's making Be- YouTube videos and doing push-ups. There you go. That's not the worst thing. That's a good idea. He, it's a good creative outlet. He did mention that he was doing a little of his his own content creation, mm-hmm. a little broadcasting not too long ago. So good luck with that, Redbeard. The locker room topic of the day. Morning, Cruz. What are you doing to cope right now? Hey, drinking, brother. Drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you know what? what? You guys rock. You guys keep up the good work, and I hope Jimmy gets better ASAP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Jimmy's. Yeah, he's doing a little bit better day by day. So um, we're yeah, gonna well, we're gonna test. Time. I mean, time will heal all wounds. They say, right? Yeah, yeah, right. and salt water. I'm, I'm drinking right now. I'm having a beer, and I'm cheersing you guys right now. What you kind of beer? Rock. Keep up the good work. Canadian. All right. Oh, well, I got Budweiser too in the fridge, but that's go. for. That's backup. That's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fancy. Right. You guys keep up the good work. I just, I love, I love the music. I love you guys, especially you guys, your morning crew, because Th- you guys always you. come up with certain topics. And I was thinking, what was that topic that you had earlier? Is that the topic? The one, how are we coping with yeah. COVID? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Alcohol. But yeah, 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 yeah. We already got that. What's your name? Bobby Dale. Bobby, Bobby Dale. Listen. Keep a smile on that pretty face, okay? Hey, I'm gonna. Every time I look in the mirror, I want to shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take care, brother. That's Jimmy's right. fetish. Adios. The locker room topic of the day. If you're ever trying to reach the show, phone number, text line, one and the same seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. How you coping right now? Um, Bill said the wife and I are exploring different documentaries on Netflix and Amazon Prime. 
things they wouldn't normally watch. Yeah, you um, are. He also dug out his old original Xbox, and he's been playing that with the kids. Uh, so he's got yeah the old Xbox out and everything. So you know what this has done? I I think a lot for the families, right? In that I, I mean. Uh, <sighs> We're having trouble coping. Some of us, right? Mm-hmm. Individuals are are dealing with this differently. Um, like how it's impacting me might be different than it's how it's impacting, say, uh, you know, somebody else in your family. My daughter, for instance, who's a very social being, mm-hmm. is not coping well um, with with this because she needs social activity in her life every day. Yeah, um, my life didn't change much because I avoid human contact anyway. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I think it it probably has done a bit in that in that side of things, on that front. Like yeah. families getting together Sunday night. We're going to play you know game night or whatever. Game or, night yeah. or Friday night. I know a lot of people. We were doing this too. Like we would go watch an old movie. Yeah. On Fridays when the girls were back for COVID. Yeah. Right. Something that they hadn't seen before. So we watched you know like Rambo and. <laughs> I made Your them watch, choices. I made them watch Rambo. <laughs> I'm sure they loved it. So I, it, maybe there's, maybe that's a good way of looking at like a positive thing, mm-hmm. right? Our, our lives are busy. Now things have slowed down a bit. We're spending more time with, with those in our immediate vicinity. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. What are you doing to cope right now? 780-999-0957. Steven's been playing World of Warcraft, watching movies, and shoveling his neighbor's sidewalks. That's not bad. I, I, so he goes out and he yeah, had some shoveling. I don't mind that, Steve. Mm-hmm. That's good. Like t- doing stuff for others, right? Yeah. I like Hendrix too. He's making wine and, yeah. and drinking it. <laughs> seems to be a common thread, though. There is a common the, the, the theme drink, there. Yeah. The drinking thing seems to be a coping mechanism for some. <laughs> After our conversation about uh, 15, 20 minutes ago with Bobby Dale, Army Chris sent us a text, very nice text, yeah. saying, You guys have touched so many lives. And it's that. It's that that gets us up every morning, right? Mm -hmm. We're here to help. We're hoping that our existence on this planet and these airwaves makes your life a better place to live. That's why we do what we do. That's why we do what we do. Thank you, Grant. The segment of Dr. Locke coming up. Another moment with Dr. Locke. Years ago, we, we had an Airbnb in Winnipeg when we were visiting our daughter, it was one of the first couple of years that she was at the Royal Winnipeg Ballet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we got an Airbnb and we stayed with this um, this older couple. They had like a uh, room up in the upstairs and then they lived in the main part of the house, right? Yeah. Um, and they kind of had it, it. It was set up really well. It was an older home in a nicer part of Winnipeg. They had it set up well. So when you went downstairs for breakfast... She kind of had, you kind of had this little sitting room in this like um, breakfast area as well, right? Mm-hmm. So you got breakfast as well. And um, and actually other meals as well. You had to book the other meals. Okay. Um, and, and her and her husband ran this, right? Yeah. She, they, they cooked and did all the, it was just the way they, uh, you know, threw a little bit of extra money into their existence. And I think he was a teacher at one point and she was in the healthcare industry or something. If I remember correctly, uh, but they were from um, they were from Italy, okay. Italians, and they had a family olive oil farm back in Italy. Okay, and in the summers they would go back to Italy, run the farm. Really cool couple, right? And I think they had they had people working 
all like it's a year-round thing, right? Mm-hmm. But they they would go back in the summer and spend time. And he went on and on about olive oil. Loved it. Okay. And and basically said it was like it, it would save everybody's life, right? And I, I just like the big fat Greek wedding. The dad is obsessed with Windex. It's a bit different. <laughs> um but and and the wife even teased him. Oh, he loves this olive oil. <laughs> and he eats it with everything. But he was like, Man, this is this will save your life. It cures yeah. cancer. Like he was he was very passionate about olive oil. Now I remember at the time I I didn't leave there going, Oh, if I eat olive oil or include this in mm-hmm. my daily diet, that it's gonna save my life. But at one of the meals there was the like the bread and the olive oil yeah. and the, and the, what's the vinegar they put in it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Balsamic. You know what? Balsamic. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Anyway, and I remember having that, and I've had that before, but I remember having this olive oil from his farm, and I was like, oh my God. Like it was mm-hmm. so much better than anything that I'd ever had. And after that, the wife and I started cooking and now we've got like extra virgin olive oil at yeah. home all the time jimmy olive oil uh, <laughs> up until that point we really hadn't um used it much and listen again like i said i don't think that if that olive oil is going to save my life but they've done some some studies and i was reading this study caught my eye about how much of an impact it cannot have on your health Right, mm-hmm. people that have had this in their lives uh, for a regular basis have a lot less Alzheimer's, they Parkinson's disease is less, cancer is less. So it's something you might want to look less at. than a tablespoon of olive oil lowers your death risk. There you go. Do you do the oil pull in still? No. <laughs> Didn't you do, do that? You- that was a big Don't internet you? thing for a while where they put it in their mouth and swish it around and spit I, it out. I didn't do that. No? No, I haven't done that. Don't you still rub it on the back of your knees? No, that that's sesame seed I oil. I thought that's coliander. That's so oh, okay. I don't have to get vaccinated. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So we're all on the same page. It's not, it's not an uncommon theory that um, Kanye is crazy, right? Like he... Well, he's diagnosed bipolar and a bunch of other things, I think. Yeah. He talks about that. So we're not... And he does a lot of very bizarre things. Yes, yes. So we're yeah. not we're not making this up. We're not like, oh, Law, come on. No, he's fine. Yeah. No, he's... Is it a, is it a substance, a substance no, abuse I, thing? No, it's, he's bipolar and he won't take his medication. I think there is... It stunts a, his creativity and stuff. I think his mom had it too or something, yeah, right? So. Like, so, so anyway, um, I, I was thinking about this when you sent me that this morning. Like, this is an awesome time to be nuts. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have money. Yeah, if you got money, man, you get taken seriously. Like, just think of the things that are happening right now. Like, like Trump was president. Yeah. Like, he's nuts. And they made him the president of the United States of America. Yeah. Kanye West is great. Like, listen, I don't want to take anything away from his ability to create. Like, he's a genius, but he's he's crazy. He's a, yeah. His whole Sunday service thing is so bizarre. Yeah. Like, he's literally starting a cult. We're watching it. Yeah. They all get dressed in white and him and Bieber hug. And 
Here's here's why I, I was thinking about this and this being a good time if you're crazy. Kanye West is going to Russia to meet with Putin. Yep. This is kind of like the Dennis Rodman, Kim Jong-un thing. That's exactly what I was thinking. Rodman actually thought that he was saving mankind by going to North Korea and he hanging might out have. <laughs> Like he went over to North Korea, hung out with Kim Jong-un, and then they didn't blow up the world. He's getting closer, though. <laughs> he was firing missiles yesterday. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, Putin is, like, thinking about invading Ukraine. So Kanye West is booking a ticket to Russia to go meet with him. Kanye should have been president. Remember, he ran. <laughs> it's it's a great time. Like, if you're crazy, dig in. Yeah. Like, double down. Like, look at the success these crazy people are having right now. It's, a, it's an awesome time for crazy. We need to celebrate this. Yeah, like if you had money and you could just be yourself and go to Russia and meet Putin and oh, it'd be awesome. The best part of this is that Putin is actually entertaining it. Yeah. He's like, all right. (laughs) Kanye wants to come over here. Somebody sat Putin down because Putin was like, who is this guy? (laughs) Right. And they sat him down and they explained who this guy is. And he is actually because he knows that he can use this as leverage against like, well, Kanye was... In the White House all the time when Trump was president. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Set us up first, Grant, before we get into our locker room joke off. So the world's largest condom manufacturer um, has had a terrible two years. They were expecting um, growth. Yeah. And instead, it dropped sales of condoms dropped by 40%. Now they're going to be making rubber gloves to make up for. To uh, sort of combat the loss. To boost the revenues, they're going to make uh, rubber gloves. And we decided that it would be something funny to write jokes about. Yeah. So I'll start, then we'll go Jimmy, and then Grant's usually the funniest, so we'll end with Grant. All right, so my first one is, due to a decline in sales, the world's largest condom maker has started making medical gloves, offsetting their losses with a move from sex to surgery, still profiting from people being screwed or getting screwed. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Jimmy? Carrots, the world's largest condom company saw a drop in condom sales. Now they're selling rubber gloves. Just another way of getting their hands on our business. Actually, not not bad. (laughs) The world's largest condom maker says that during the pandemic, sales have declined 40%. I guess you could say sales have gone limp. (laughs) That's not bad. The world's largest condom maker has started making medical gloves. People aren't having as much sex in the pandemic, and they were unable to get balloon artists to switch products. (laughs) Jimmy? The world's largest condom company is now making rubber gloves. One more way of doing the stranger and not leaving fingerprints. You know the stranger where you sit on your hand? Yeah, I'm trying to think of how the condom. Anyways. No, the rubber glove. No, stop. <laughs> You're making it worse. Condom sales have dropped off by 40% during the pandemic. It's a raw story for Carex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is our last one. 
Condom sales around the world are down, and the world's largest condom manufacturer is now making medical gloves to keep money coming in. Doctors and nurses seem confused, but they're not angry about the lube and ribbing. (laughs) Jimmy? Carex is now making rubber gloves. So not only do they protect your tool, but they protect the tool handlers as well. You should have ended with your first one. (laughs) Just stole that one three times. During the pandemic, condom sales have dropped off 40%, putting the world's largest condom manufacturer in a real hard spot. (laughs) All right. Sometimes we have good ideas. (laughs) Well, he might sound like a total creeper, but he's got goals, so don't be a blocker, because he's nearly there and he's feeling pretty primed. He's got the tools. He's got the time. Gonna get it up and out to COVID has slowed him down. His mental health right now. Yeah. You get back on the horse, Jimmy. He's gone from the wheel four or five times a day to once a day. Yeah. Barely. Not good. The Grant Report with Grant Johnson. We live in strange, strange times. Everyone's a doctor. Everyone's a scientist. Everyone's an expert on everything. And I have this sneaky suspicion it's because of the internet. I actually think in the future, we're going to have like two hospitals. One will be for people that want to see a doctor that went to medical school. The second will be for people who want to see a doctor that did his own research. So that guys like Christopher Key, who runs the vaccine police website, he can go to this hospital and teach people about how they should be drinking their own urine as a cure for COVID. Wow. This is real. That's what he's saying. It's a place where they can have classes about how to ear candle safely in your own home. Hey. And if you need proof that these things work, <laughs> ear candling and all this, uh, just look at our very own James Paul White. He has Coors 19 right now, and he's actually doing pretty good because he only takes medical advice from his 106-year-old landlady and his stepdad, Lachlan. So for the last two weeks, Jimmy has been on an intense routine of (laughs) urine therapy, ear candling, and horse tranquilizers. And he's doing great. He has no sex drive anymore, but he's doing great. The Grant Report is brought to you by the Locker Room Merchandise. Please don't tell anyone we're selling Aquaman merchandise. And now, Nerd News with James P. White, the first. What do you got, little buddy? So as well as uh, Disney Plus adding the Book of Boba Fett, Episode 3, to their uh, channel today, the Marvel's uh, Eternals actually hit today. Uh, it actually was out in theaters. It came out in theaters in November. I was say, and I now this it's was live. A while ago. 
Yeah, it was in theater a while, a while like no, it just in November. Hit the streaming service. Mm. It just hit Disney Plus today. Okay. So it, it, that's the and one it's, with and it's not Angelina. It's the one Jolie. with Angelina Jolie, uh, Robert Madsen, or Madden. What uh, are the What are the Kate I don't Hitler. know. What, should I open this can? What are should, the Eternals again? Uh, super, is it, is it like the Justice? It's like the new Justice League. Okay, uh, they're Greek gods. Didn't this one Kid Har- like John Snow is in this one, isn't he? Yeah, didn't, Kid Harrington. Didn't yeah. this do really poorly? It hit the box office. Wasn't it like a huge bomb? Four hundred and one million dollars. So for these superhero movies, that's probably considered a bomb. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of money, <laughs> but but during COVID, you got to take that into account. Harry Styles is in this one too. Oh wow, okay, I'm yeah, out. He's only at the tail end. He's going to be in the sequel. Whoa, spoilers! Do they kill him? No. Okay. All right. Is that it? You can stream That's, it on Disney. You can stream it on Disney, and it's not like the other ones where you actually have to pay per view. It's free. All right. My day's planned. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So we actually talked to Dave on the air. His buddy gave us his number. Yeah. Right. And uh, we called him up and. We uh, we we wanted to chat with him about his plans to sue Denny's. It was a couple of months back. It wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. When did we start requiring? When did restaurants start requiring proof of vaccination? It was point in the fall sometime. Yeah, October something Oct- like that. Yeah. yeah. Shortly after that, Dave, who was not vaccinated, his choice went to Denny's, and they required proof of vaccination for him to um, to to sit in and enjoy. A moon's over Miami. Mm, delicious. Okay. Uh, Dave, because he's not vaccinated, wasn't allowed into Denny's. So he was very, very upset with this. And um, he told them he was going to sue them. And and he left. Yeah. Now, I saw the humor in this because it's Denny's. Yeah, there's something hilarious I about... I don't know why. Like, I love going Denny's. through the trouble... To sue Denny's. Yes. There's something humorous about that. I don't know what it is, and I, I I don't think we need to get into it or spend time trying. I think most people would find it funny mm-hmm. that a guy named Dave, who Suing wasn't allowed Denny's. to have his moons over his hammy on a Sunday morning, decided to sue Denny's. <laughs> um, Dave, just an update. When we talked to Dave, we were trying to get him to see the humor in it. And he yeah, and he, he did not see the humor. Yeah. He wasn't angry with us, but he just did not see the humor. He was angry, though. Yeah. He, he was he was mad about his current situation. Um, so anyway, Dave apparently has COVID right now Ooh. and um, is doing okay, though. And uh, thoughts and prayers. We're hoping you recover quickly, Dave. Mm-hmm. And then I, I asked whether or not um, he's been successful in its pursuit of legal action against the restaurant chain Denny's, and unfortunately, it's it's bit stalled right now because the human rights commissioner hasn't gotten back to him yet. Oh no, he did. He took it right to the. It took it right to the <laughs> human rights commission, and I'm surprised they weren't all over suing Denny's. We will keep you posted, okay? <laughs> okay. As we as we follow this Dave slash Denny saga. Cruise FM. I want to reiterate, I'm not doing this to change your opinion about what was said at that press conference yesterday. Mm -hmm. I know that's a futile exercise, so it's pointless. 
But I wanted to highlight two things that I heard yesterday when I was talking about this with people. So in Quebec, they have the, like they had the daily updates, COVID updates, right? Yeah. And then the health minister speaks, and then the press asks questions, and then the premier speaks. They're, they're doing this on almost a daily basis. And well, they're uh, they're crazy right now. Yeah, I think they got twenty seven or twenty eight hundred people in hospital. It's pretty severe mm-hmm. in, in Quebec. The numbers in Ontario have uh, have really skyrocketed in the last month as well with this 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 transformer variant as well. So Francois Lega is the premier of Quebec. And one thing that they did, I think it was a week or two ago, was they announced that they were going to, you had to provide proof of vaccination if you wanted to buy liquor and um, uh, Quebec cannabis. Yeah. You want weed? You want booze? Provide your proof of vaccination. That got a lot of press. They quadrupled their numbers. So. so the week before that announcement, they had 1,500 first dose appointments in Quebec. Yeah. Okay. The week that he made that announcement, it went to 6,000. Yeah. So that worked, right? Just with the announcement. It's not even in place yet. Yeah. Just the announcement had people rushing to the vaccination clinics, okay? Now, you can have an opinion about that one way mm-hmm. or the other, but it worked. And um, so that's that was brought up yesterday, was that even, like, because legally speaking, I'm not sure he can do that. I'm sure he's cleared it with lawyers, right? They got legal teams that Grant, clear I don't everything. Think, I don't think he has, because he <laughs> didn't, he kind of sidestepped the legal issue. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you can, if somebody shows up at the hospital and they're, and they're sick with COVID and we find out they're unvaccinated, can you slap them with a $5,000 bill? I, I don't says know. He's, he says he, it's with his legal advisors determining right now how much the fine will be. So anyway, the, the thing with it is. Under the Constitution, or even under the uh, our rights, Canadian rights and freedoms, there's no right or freedom to free health care. That is, that is a gift. So if you don't want to give it to someone for for a reason, it's not against the law, like, against the Constitution. That we but we pay on. a sin tax on some drugs and some treatments, Jimmy. Yes, right. Like, but it's. But the thing is, though, is so then this would fall under the same thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. So Jimmy's saying you're able to, they're able to do it, to charge. If you go to the hospital, you're unvaccinated, you got COVID, you can get. You can't throw a tax. tax. You can't throw a tax on them. You could just charge them for health care. You don't have free health care. It's like if I didn't have my Alberta health card when I moved here from Saskatchewan, I would be have to pay for it. He'd have to pay for his. The point that was made was let's say this does get challenged legally and it mm-hmm. never happens does he care he still had uh more than 7000 people registered for their first dose yesterday after he made the announcement see that that was the point that was made and i'm glad I'm, thank you for looking that up because that was what a friend of mine was saying even if this doesn't clear he's already won mm-hmm. he's in the black Right? Right. He's threatening to do it. He doesn't even have to do it. He just has to say, and he has to make it look like he's legitimately going to try to make this happen. Yeah. 
So the, ultimately, the end game here is, in his mind, right? This is, I'm not trying to speak for him, but I'm guessing he just wants to get, well, he says it aloud, go get vaccinated, you morons. Like, that's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually working. So the, the, the alcohol thing and the, and the cannabis thing worked. This is working. He might never even follow through with yeah, this Yeah, he sometimes. might not. <laughs> so that was one point. Just the threat of it. And you can agree or disagree with it. It's a strategy that's working in, in Quebec anyway, right? Yeah. Here's the other thing that, that I thought was interesting. And, and this got brought up because automatically, um, as soon as that happened, smokers and drinkers started trending on Twitter. Because they're like, oh, you should what be charged if you're a smoker and you go to the hospital. Yeah. Or you eat, all, you eat all, nothing but McDonald's. Should you be taxed? Yeah. And somebody brought up, well, we kind of are taxed. If you're a smoker or a drinker, you're There's already... a tax on it. And that actually, if we lost all the smokers and drinkers in this country, like if everybody decided, the entire country, just quit smoking and drinking for a week, we could bankrupt the medical system in Canada. Really? Yes. Because they're getting so much money from those taxes? Yes. They get wow. they get the bulk of it from it. Gambling, um, um, smoking, and, and drinking um, supplies a, a good chunk of the money that we use to fund our, our hospitals. Kind of makes you feel good about drinking. <laughs> Bring me around. <laughs> Bring another round, bartender. I do what I can for our country. I looked it up. I um, and I don't know if these numbers are correct because it's it's Google and but it's like eighty percent of the cost of cigarettes is taxes. Wow. Now not all of that goes to the healthcare system, no, but, but um, but that's a lot of money. And drinkers, um, if you're buying booze in, and it it varies from province to province, mm-hmm. but it's around fifty to sixty percent of what you're paying for booze is is tax as wow. well. So we're already kind of. The 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 the, uh, the the tubby the fatty conversation <laughs> yeah right that one I don't know how we're taxing that group right maybe a health so, tax maybe a- maybe they'll have to come up with a McDonald's tax. <laughs> I want you to want bag milk. talk about today we'll start bag milk with the evander kane thing we did a very scientific locker room twitter poll (laughs) where we asked would you like the oilers to sign evander kane and and we got um yes 42.3 percent 163 votes and no 57.7 percent so that's about where I th- yeah. thought it would be. I thought it would be about sixty percent. No, yeah, yeah. It's it, out there. Even on our site, you know, we've written about it uh, a bunch of times over the last few days, and it just the fan base is really, really split on on this player specifically coming into town. So uh, I know there was rumors last night that it's it's going to happen, but there's no confirmation yet. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the reaction is amongst the fan base if that actually goes through. Yeah, I'm kind of, so my thing is like, I'm like, oh, you definitely help the team. If it's half a season, how much damage can he do? But at the same time, (laughs) he's on like his fourth chance. And some of the allegations against him, like despite all the COVID stuff, you know, there's sexual abuse and stuff. It's like, man. I think we've we've established that he is a complete douchebag, right? We've also established that, um, that he's a good hockey player. So I think that's where the the, the sort of yeah. the division comes because we're desperate right now for something for this team, right? 
Yeah, I mean, there's no question Evander Kane would improve your team on the ice. He's legitimately, without question, no hesitation, a top six forward that can score. He's tough, he's big, he's fast. But it's also you can't ignore the off-ice allegations and the yeah. off-ice history. Um, so what would that mean in the dressing room? I have no idea. I'm not in there. But there comes a point when, if you're talking about a second chance, in my opinion, of course, this guy is on more than two. It's yeah. three, four, five, six, seven at this point. So I don't know what's going to happen with this. Uh, we're going to see, obviously, the Oilers fan base is just a hornet's nest ready to be kicked regardless of whether <laughs> what happens with Evander Kane. Yeah. But it's good. This one's going to be really, really interesting to watch play out because if if you take the insiders at their word, there's 15 to 20 teams looking at him right wow. now. The Oilers amongst the top contenders, so someone is going to take a chance on him. Um, it's just a matter of where and and what that looks like. I heard something interesting yesterday, and I, I thought I'd throw it at you. Someone was saying that um, that the Oilers would be a good spot for him to land based on what he's going through, based on the leadership and the and the structure behind the scenes of the Oilers. And I was like, what? Where's that coming from? Is that... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, this is unquestionably Connor and Leon's team. There's no doubt about it. And Darnell Nurse and Nugent Hopkins are obviously a big part of that leadership group as well. But whether how he fits into that group or, or adjusts to this dynamic, I don't know. I mean... You can read reports from the Sharks, the Sabers, the the Jets about issues in the dressing room. Um, again, I've yeah. been there, so I have no idea. But yeah. again, this is a big. It's a high risk, high reward. I think, and the story is only really just beginning. And it's going to be really interesting because, like I said, Edmonton's at the top of the list in terms of, or at least in the top three, four teams in terms of acquiring a player. So. It's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. This one is one that, like I said, and from your poll, it's very, very <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, no for, for Ken Holland, it's a big shakeup, and he doesn't have to trade anyone away or fire anybody. So, well, and that's just it, right? It's not very often that you could you could pick up a top six player of the caliber of, of Vander Kane without having to give out assets or necessarily huge terms. So I get it from the on-ice perspective when yeah. I don't know and what will be interesting to see is what Oilers, what decision the Oilers make relative to him being in the dressing room. Yeah. I think we can sort of establish right now and, and say quite with, with almost certainty that he will cause some chaos. He's pretty stupid. Like he might be the dumbest athlete on the planet right now. So I, th- I, I, I think if, if you're thinking that he's just going to come in and, oh, you know what, he's on his fifth chance, mm-hmm. you know what, you know what, everybody, he probably won't do anything dumb here. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the shoe's just waiting to drop as soon as he signs, right? He's a moron, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I think this one is going to be interesting to watch. I think it's going to be interesting to follow. I, I don't have any of the answers. I don't know this guy personally, but just you read what you read, and it seems like there's a lot going on here. Yeah. That's, it's, it's again, it's chance five, six, seven instead of chance two. Does this, does this distraction, is this the reason why Tippett might keep his job? I know Holland is not the, the fire, the coach in the middle of the season GM. I don't think he's ever done it. He's never done it, but, I mean, he didn't shut the door completely in the press conference yesterday when asked about getting rid of a coach. He said, well, if there's if there's reason. I think that this distraction, the Evander Kane thing, 
gives Tippett some life. Is that is that wrong to make that connection between a coach and a, and a player coming in? I just don't think that there was any real chance ever of Ken Holland firing Dave Tippett anyway, regardless of what happened with uh, Evander Kane. Um, I think, like like you said, Dave uh, Ken Holland's never fired a coach in season ever in his career as a GM. So I don't know why he would start here in Edmonton. Um, yes, things are going bad. They've only won two of their last 13, but that just doesn't seem like his MO. Um, mm. So the nice thing, I mean, Evander Kane was one thing, but the real nice distraction was Kodak Black at the Panthers game last <laughs> night. That just kind of that just kind of took Twitter in a completely different direction from reading itself. So yeah. I think that was really the rallying point we all needed, and uh, I thank him for it. If you didn't see it, it looked like Kodak Black, who is a rapper, may have been getting busy in one of the press, bo- not I press, but luxury boxes at the Panthers game. I don't know. No, if- there was a second video that came out that just showed that it was dancing. But, oh, okay. Um, from across the arena, the original video, it certainly was not that clear. Okay, well, man, was that a? F- that was a good time last night. The first highlight I saw, it looked fairly obvious. <laughs> <laughs> do we have other camera angles? Is what you see? We do actually. We, we actually reviews. do. The second, the second camera angle is one of his boys in the in the box with him. So uh, that cleared that one up. But man, were we having a good time until that second one came up. All right. Um, are we even going to get through this season? Is all of this for naught? What, what's I your... don't know what's going to happen, man. I'm watching the Bruins and the Capitals the other night, and it is packed in Boston. Yeah. The arena is packed. So, And then you have, look what's going on here. And there's, yeah. I mean, the Oilers are going to play one game in two weeks. I don't I know, know what's going to happen. Like, are the, are, is, are the American teams going to finish up 82 and the Canadian teams have to shut it down at 60 or something? Like, I have no <laughs> idea. We're only at game 33 or 34 in the Oilers schedule, something like that. I don't remember yeah. now. But it, it, it feels like we should be at game 70 at this. Yeah. point i don't know what's going on well great so, that's a like, really good question lock it's like what do you do what yeah. do you do they're getting so far behind grant was like oh they'll just add a week to the end of the season i'm a week what are you talking about need more now they gotta play two games a day if they want to <laughs> yeah it's crazy right now and then there's going to be that sort of that gap between the games that um like they're not playing now and then the games they have to make up and then the the teams that have already finished the season are going to have to sit and wait. Like ah, that's not fair. Was there a was there a scheduled break for the Olympics? Yes. So there's oh, yeah. two weeks they can two, make up there, right? Well, so that's a good point. There, there's two weeks there that they can make up. There's a buffer week, like Locke said, at the end of the year. That's just kind of always built in there. And then um, word kind of is that we're reading about is that they might shorten the All Star break by a couple of days. Oh. And oh. Try and, try and cram some games into there as well. I, again, I don't know. I'm not. A, I can just imagine how annoying it is for a schedule maker right now to be <laughs> looking and trying to figure this out because uh, I get. I mean, we're nearly halfway through January. Yeah, the Oilers have only played three games so far. They were supposed to play tonight against Minnesota, postponed. They were supposed to play Friday night against Vegas, postponed. Ottawa was supposed to be that's, last weekend. That's still on the schedule for Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah. But who knows if that's actually going to happen? They at this just put point. some more players in COVID. I think. Did they? So, I think so. Yeah. Did it sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, uh, Vancouver added a couple the other day, uh, or I'm uh, not Vancouver. Uh, Edmonton added, yeah. added a couple of the other Yamamoto. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Edmonton should also have a bunch of players coming out. That's true. Uh, in time for Saturday. So again, I don't know what's going on anymore. I Crazy. wake up. I open up the site. I have basically at this point a template about 
player X, Y, or Z being added to COVID <laughs> protocol. Yeah. And it's just, it's this same, this season just started off so normal. And now it's completely just bananas a- by the time we're reading, uh, we've reached mid January. Quick, uh, I want to sign off, but let's get a plug for your new podcast. When are you doing it? What's yes. it called? It's called Better Late Than Never, but late is spelled L-A-I-T. See what I did there? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to record it once a week. It's available everywhere you get your podcast from. It's just me diving into my weird sense of humor. I have, I have guests come in to talk about the Oilers. I take your feedback as fans. I play them as voicemail. I play them as sound clips. So it's just a big mishmash of randomness in my silly sense of humor once a week for 30 to 40 minutes. All right, look for that where you get your podcasts. Thank you for your time. Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.